0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's Patreon.com. Ah, uh, we f***ed it. Anyway, you'll look. You'll find a way. Oh, well, 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 well! Ooh, well, isn't it nice to be Is back on with you, sweet dear listener? Yes, on the James Donald Forbes McCann catamaran plan podcast. Oh, revive! Yes, back. Rip, roar, and ready to go with so many plans coming out the wazoo. You wouldn't believe it. Believe uh, it. I'm going to get that boat. Five hundred thousand dollars. We're doing it, baby. So good to have you here. I will concede that my efforts to procure for myself a boat over the last few weeks have been. Um, Somewhere between Cavalier, a slapdash, and the third point on the axis, soft. I went on tour a couple weeks ago. I got to go right around this great country, opening for the great Mark Normand with the great Andrew Youngblood. We had a wonderful time, and the shows were terrific. And then last week, I launched a new podcast, The Catacast, out now. But what about the boat? Quite right to be anxious about the boat. A lot of hullabaloo has been made about the boat, and my allegiance to boat ownership has not wavered. This episode comes in two parts. Part number two, I speak to Regan King. We had a very, very long conversation, which has been heavily redacted. He's a listener from from Saskatoon, I think. He lives in Moose Jaw now, but both are in the province of Saskatchewan, Canada. And before I went on tour with Mark Norman and Andrew Youngblood, what a wonderful tour that was, I got to speak to him. I've been all over the shop. I finally got to just sit down and edit that so we'll have that big, long chat about how i'm coming to saskatoon to help grow my canadian fan base to help garner money to help buy that boat that's coming up for you soon don't change that dial keep it tuned here to jdfm cp but what i'd like to talk about first is all the plans i've got coming up for the new financial year starting in july which is of course the uh anti-Semite's favourite month, as opposed to the Philo-Semite's favourite month, do tell the truth? So here are just some of the things coming up the next financial year. I've got a book of poems that's finished. I need to figure out when and how that's coming out. I've got a script for a feature film that is at this point, I would say, 70% done. I've been busy scribbling. It got long enough that I can't even write it in my notes app anymore. I've had to move onto a pages document. I'm a little mixy-matchy with the Google software and the Apple software, and one day maybe I'll even be able to afford that sweet Microsoft software that people can't stop talking about. So there's a book of poems. Who knows if the book of poems will be a big success? Was the first one a big success? I mean... Not in terms of making enough money to buy a boat. It only sold 76 copies. But I'm pretty happy with... If I sold 77 copies for the next book, that to me would be a step up. Then I merely have to continue that rate of improvement and release... uh Several thousand books of poems And then I'll be able to buy a boat Okay The feature film We've got the feature film That's going to be shot I think in November I think we have the book of poems Come out in September Let me get the calendar out So in July I'm doing gigs in Melbourne And Perth In August I think I'm going to be back In America Just for a very short amount of time But trying to grow the podcast Once again In America I will not I don't think Be able to make it through to Canada Four shows by August. I think that's too soon, but some exciting stuff coming up there. So September Book of Poems. October might have a little breakdown. Might schedule in a little breakdown for October just to treat myself to a little breakdown. November, we shoot the feature film. December, we might go to New Zealand. My wife is from New Zealand. I would like to start growing a New Zealand fan base. We'll do a gig in New Zealand. Why go to New Zealand then? Well, so that my family can spend Christmas with their New Zealand family, but also because it's a stop on the way to America, where we may be a residing, a touristing, something like that. We'll figure out the visa situation from January to March of 2024. That's a real attempt to crack America open. And then in March, April, April, I'm thinking, I didn't know this at the time that I was speaking to Regan King uh, about timelines for coming to Canada. I'm doing shows. But I think April of next year, uh, because it's so easy to do gigs in Canada, I could do a run of gigs there. So that is a potential next financial year. We've, you know, And then maybe I'll... May, June, we'll figure something out. Maybe that's when the film comes out. May, June, maybe that's when we launch the film. And then uh, that's the next financial year. Oh, oh, I forgot. I, I can't afford to have a mental breakdown in October. That's when the art auction is. We've got the art auction, October 13. Holy doly, oh. Okay, so here's, I mean, some of this will fall through. There's no way that I'm doing all this. But once again, July, I've got gigs in Melbourne and Perth. August, I'm going to Texas. September, I've got a new book of poems coming. In. October, I'm throwing an art. Out. November, we're shooting a feature film. December, I'm coming to New Zealand. January, February, March, we're breaking America. April is off to Canada. Then, in May and June 2024, we release the feature film. That's the plan. Now, I don't know which of those will be successful enough for me to buy a boat. Hopefully, cumulatively, 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 cumulatively. All of them together will add up to $500,000. That's my plan. That's what I'm tying myself to a mast. How will we do that with three young children? I don't know. By By next year... They will be 5, 3, and 1. And I think, um, I don't know how much you know about having kids, but I think that's going to be much as difficult as 4, 2, and 0 as they are now. But my wife is keen. This is such a struggle. I tell her, honey, this is too much stuff. And she goes, James, we can do it. Doesn't that sound like an exciting life? And I go, honey, ah, ah, it sounds hard. And she goes, I think we can do it. All right, and then also, my wife's a very quiet, private person. People go, You're dragging your wife to do all these insane things over the next year. And I say, You don't understand. You don't understand. She's keen. I'm trying to get out of this stuff. I wanted to be a humble boat owner. And instead, we're globetrotten. And anyway, it's all good. It's all positive. I love everything. <laughs> Ah, it's so exciting. I mean, imagine. She's right. She is right. Imagine if all of those things come off. That would be a really exciting... I mean, I've got fucking $26 in the bank account right now. Because I've bought all these flights of late. And I'm waiting on about a big, big lump of money to come through from various sources. I I can't buy lunch today. You understand? Anyway. So I don't know that I'll be able to plan this all properly. I don't know how good a job I'm doing keeping it all together now. But I just want you to let you know I'm giving it a go. We've got whatever strings I can pull to try and have all of this come off successfully and buy a boat at the end of it and live a beautiful life. We're giving it a crack now. Please enjoy, from about a month ago, my interview with Regan King. I had to edit a lot of it out, some of it at the start, because he's Canadian, and he was being too nice to me, and I don't let people come on this podcast to be nice to me. That's not what I'm about. Is that a ticket inspector? Is that a ticket inspector? Sorry, I'm in the Volvo. I'm in town in a half-hour park, and I've been... Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm skirting that um, boundary. Wonderful interview with Regan King. I've got to get back in contact with him. I've got so many things to do. I have a full-time job. Excuse me. I thought I, thought I was in a good... You never know, think you're in a good mood and then you start talking into a microphone in your car in town for 10 minutes and you realise, holy moly, I'm agitated. I love you. I need you. I want you. Here is a long conversation with the wonderful listener, Regan King. You're in Moose Jaw, Canada.
1: Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, Canada. It's in the middle of a pretty minor province in in one of the least, I'd say second least notable province of Saskatchewan. You
0: better believe Uh, that I've spent a lot of time reading about Saskatchewan.
1: I'm so excited for you to tell me all about Saskatchewan. I dare say, you
0: say least notable. I think the two famous, two of the most famous ever Canadians are Saskatchewan. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper Who I, I didn't re- even know Was Scottish I thought, he, I thought he was Scottish I didn't know he was Canadian What? Who, yep Who is this? Rowdy Roddy Piper He was a great wrestler One of the know. great wrestling heels Of all time He was in that movie Where oh. he wears The anti-ideology glasses And Joni Mitchell
1: I don't know I, I don't I, I'm You have to understand that I was born in 1999 So I don't know If that's gonna Joni be A communication barrier Mitchell. For us
0: She had uh, <laughs> She had Pave Paradise Put up a parking lot she had. I've looked at clouds oh, really? from both sides now. Joni Mitchell's wonderful, and Wait, uh, a woman sang that song. A, well, a woman wrote and sang that song. Oh, no. Joni Mitchell. Is that was
1: Big Yellow Taxi. I, I, big, I'm familiar um, with the Counting are, Crows version.
0: Yes, it's a. It's a. I was about to say ripoff. I think cover is the. I
1: didn't know that. A Hold on. I'm scandalized right now.
0: Ah, uh, Joni Mitchell's an absolute delight. And uh, obviously, huh. you know, Massive Lefty pulled her music off of Spotify when Joe Rogan was cracking off about the vaccine. But, uh, you know, it adds to the charm. And to be fair, she, like uh, Neil Young, was a polio victim as a young person. And uh, huh? so that they the polio people tend to be a bit more vaccine um, supportive than, you know, for obvious reasons. Now, I want to ask you about i got to ask about Saskatchewan The Matisse lived there I, Is that how I say uh, it? I could,
1: I could have this conversation all day Yes, please Tell me about So the, I'm actually from Are you Matisse? I'm from Saskatoon
0: You're from Saskatoon? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm from Saskatoon Born and raised there Sask- Saskatchewan Wait, what S- is that? S- Saskatonian?
0: You're a Saskatonian? Um And that yeah, is the largest uh, town In Saskatchewan <laughs> But not the capital That's Regina. Regina Regina? Well, there's a bit of a
1: story to that Do you know the story? Of I how, do how not know happened? the story So, there was basically three cities. There's still basically three cities in Saskatchewan. Uh, The biggest three are Saskatoon, Regina, and Prince Albert, I believe.
0: Okay. And when they were getting a
1: province together, uh, which was formerly called Rupert's Land, just a big territory, which I believe was managed by the uh, Hudson's Bay Company, but basically they said, hey, we got to pick which city which gets amenities, and we got a prison, and we got a university and one will get to be the capital. So we got the university. Nice. Uh, Prince Albert gets the penitentiary. So Lucky. it's kind of a
0: lots of cheap labor.
1: Well, yeah, it was actually a big income generator now, but not much of a long term investment, if you ask me. But and then Regina gets the capital. But here what pisses me off is they opened a university like a hundred years after that. It's like no 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 no. You think you should get the only university? To do
0: that. How many universities here's another look, listen. There are lots mm-hmm. of universities in Canada in places where there's, there's there so just many. shouldn't be universities. Like I was, I, <laughs> I love the people of Whitehorse, Canada. It's a big thing for me. I can't believe that in this town of thirty thousand people, there's uni- there, You just wouldn't get a lot of thirty thousand people towns having universities in Australia. And there's a lot there. Casinos is the other one. Universities and casinos.
1: Oh yeah, they're 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 everywhere.
0: Moose Jaw they- has a casino.
1: It is, well, it's uh, It's a casino. Yeah, there's VLTs there, and there's Roulette. Uh, is it, I, you're uh, saying it's insufficiently
0: uh, luxurious to be worthy well, of the name? I
1: mean, they, they're, they're going for it, I guess. It is it is a casino, it's just, it, I don't, tell me, so what do you know about Moose Jaw? Because I can tell you about this. I all know nothing about
0: at. Moose Jaw, except that I love the people of Moose Jaw, and I want to grow... Uh, huge audience in Moose Jaw. One is a great start. I think
1: Moose I, Moose Jaw is is uh, is out. I think Saskatoon's in, but Moose Jaw—the whole thing is that it's a—is it? Yeah, Canada's most notorious city because there was a rumor that Al Capone was here at Ooh. some point, and that's sort of what we based our whole branding off of. Well, no, this <laughs> seems
0: good—renegades and outlaws. Hold on, you don't think you're in Moose Jaw though? You don't think you could yes, spread the I good mean, word of the podcast in Moose Shaw?
1: I can. I just don't... Like, it's not a... Uh, here's my thinking. I don't know that as many people in Moose Shaw. But there is a... I think there there is a bit of a, a, a local theater. There's like an old theater and that gets a lot of good shows going to it. But there's not... Definitely not much, as much of a Catholic contingent if you're hoping to leverage uh, that.
0: Well, I want to leverage every... I was thinking about this. Every minority group I can... I think that's yeah. the secret to success. Now is you just and now I've got all these anti-vax fans and all these Catholic fans. I was like, right, let's. Yeah. What, can it be? What would be nice is if you get the biggest minority groups, right? Like James McCann, he's the Chinese comedian. That would be really helpful, but uh, harder.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, here, here's let me let me take your pitch. I know this conversation is everywhere. Right, I'm trying right, to I'm me. trying to hit all the points.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've got so many notes about uh-huh. Saskatchewan. The only Canadian province for which no borders correspond to physical geographic features. Did you know that?
1: Yeah. It just they just made
0: it up. They just made Completely. it up. And I want to talk about the yeah. Rough Riders. Canadian football. Please tell, oh, tell
1: me about. Let's talk about our province. I can I can shoot ch- the shit about this all day. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, now what's going on? It's now M- Budweiser uh, once gave you a trophy. Really, man. <laughs> I know. We're going straight into Budweiser, and um, they once gave uh, Saskatchewan a trophy because it's the highest per capita a province for generating National Hockey League players. More National Hockey League right? players per capita come out of Saskatchewan than anywhere else. In any U.S. state, Canadian province, or European country.
1: Now, this this trophy was it? Um, <laughs> it had a did you say it was it standard issue, anymore. or was it?
0: Hmm? <laughs> I was. <Okay. laughs> I went. I just. I, yes. I should have been more circumspect. Um, but it was. It was a while ago. It was a previous branding exercise. I don't think Budweiser is currently. Well,
1: is this a thing in Australia? I don't know. I don't know if you guys like cricket or yeah, or whatever it is. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how to do an Australian it. accent. But when you go to a small town in yeah. Australia, do they have a massive billboard beside the town that says "Home of Oh Man Scott Scott"? You know, and uh, this this huge blown up athlete on there.
0: So uh, in uh, Queensland and New South Wales, I'm told they do this much more with rugby league. Uh, and there's a great celebration of them. But I, I've never seen in Victoria or South Australia a, a sign celebrating an athlete. But I'm told in America, this is huge. This is like... yeah, is their claim to fame. Well, I, in Whitehorse, they've got Dylan Cousins, who I'm told is doing excellent hockey work for the Buffalo <laughs> hockey team. <laughs> He did not write back to my Instagram message. So have you is, has Moose Jaw got excellent <laughs> athletes because you don't. What I was building to is you've got all these other, you've got all these hockey players coming from there, and you've got yeah you know okay Canadian football team and and a lacrosse team, but not even at the minor mm-hmm. level is there a Saskatchewanese uh, a hockey team, and that seems very odd.
1: I've, I was thinking about that the other day because there's no there's no reason there isn't. Besides the fact that we have no population, but that will get I mean, in the There's way. one in Edmonton. I mean, Edmonton's pretty. It's pretty big, but I guess. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I think we could sustain one, but everyone's kind of on the lacrosse vibe right now. People, like, that, uh, that, lacrosse that, is a big thing. Popularity of lacrosse is exploding here.
0: I that is a phenomenon I had never heard of. Sorry, so people hmm. like lacrosse here. Lacrosse is a very. My it's, cousin yeah. played lacrosse, but no one seriously plays lacrosse. Uh, people Is lacrosse watch lacrosse. Sort of lacrosse? like a, a
1: rich, a rich boy's sport.
0: I uh, there wouldn't be a whole lot of yeah kids out in the slums uh, lacrossing it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a lot of not a lot of peanut butter and the cream crackers. If you know what I'm talking about. Uh no, I don't. I've
0: I don't know that particular <laughs> expression. But I will say <laughs> you can't you can't lacrosse your way out of poverty in this country. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Dang! Man. Like if you're a poor athletic child, and it's yeah, you, on you want the to be, streets. A, yeah. If you're on the mean streets, and it's you can either become a football player or a lacrosse player. I suspect you're taking the <laughs> AFL, the footy contract. <laughs> so lacrosse is a real thing. People care about lacrosse?
1: Oh, maybe not so much. I mean, still hockey's still the thing here. I I didn't grow I didn't grow playing hockey. I, I'm six four, so I kind of was right, I you're was forced into basketball. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's nice to yeah I don't know if you understand uh, American no no systems, I'm familiar <laughs> with six four that's very tall yeah so I I, I grew like 12 inches in one year and, and I was a point guard and I was pretty dang good and then I then I you know I'm like 150 pounds with 6 four and they made me a center so I was kind of forced to play basketball and volleyball so I don't know I don't know hockey but that's still sort of the big thing you're 150 pounds and 6 four. No, 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 no. I, I was in, like, high school Okay, I used to play basketball. <laughs> no, that would be quite frightening. Those actually, are spooky Eastern
0: European proportions.
1: There's always one. There's always one. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm, I'm fully Irish. Well, not fully.
0: Uh, well, now, the ethnic makeup of Saskatchewan is something that I have been reading a great deal about.
1: Oh, okay, this is... If
0: there's one thing that the editors of the Wikipedia pages in Canada love to talk about, <laughs> it is the ethnic... And demographic makeup of those places. Uh, and specifically... We, just,
1: we don't have much, so we'll like cl- cling on to multiculturalism like there's no tomorrow.
0: Well, I love the Matisse thing. Am I saying that right?
1: What are you talking
0: about? Metis? Matisse? M-E-T-I-S. Matis.
1: Matisse. Métis. Oh. Oh. The Métis? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the Métis people. Very, very, very interesting people. Interesting I thought it was like story. the painter. I was like, who the hell is this Matisse guy you keep talking about? Uh, well, tell me
0: about the, what, sorry, what the, you know Métis. About the Métis. Métis I've, only I've only read about it. I've only read about it. Well, just that it's like Frenchmen went off with, um, I believe you call them oh, yes, First Nations peoples. and well, That's
1: outdated. How dare is you? Is it? It's indigenous people. Is it? Now. Yeah. That yeah. seems worse. It to changes me. every couple of years, though. So that don't indigenous worry about
0: seems worse than First Nations because it makes people sound like a tree that grew there. And it's well in Canada specifically. It, I'm, I'm just reading the Wikipedia page, but it seems Please, to be, you know, oh yeah, yeah. it's breathtakingly um, dull in terms of ideology and uh, maybe that's like... It is so
1: boring. Okay,
0: good, because I just wanted to... It's so boring. Like, I just got trapped in a big wormhole on uh, visible minorities and how that was like the... the, That's a category there, but then the invisible... Mm -hmm. Like, to differentiate them, I think, from the French so that you can have people of colour and give them, (laughs) like, help and money in a way that you don't give it to the French. But then the French are angry about that and they're like, this is a real thing. It's uh, it's like the French over in France or the French here in Quebec. The French there in not merely Quebec,
1: but they're all over the place in Canada. Well, they are it. not really in Saskatchewan, you know. Like okay, they, like right. the federal workers, I think they still are made to say hello bonjour, but we always say hello back. That, see, you know that I mean?
0: was a weird one. Wait, the federal workers say hello bonjour.
1: Yeah, like fe- I think federal employees. I don't know if it's a requirement, but I think it's oh strongly, my. strongly encouraged for them to speak both English and French. Which is hilarious because no one speaks French. here.
0: Really. I, I remember when I was looking at Whitehorse, and it's with the French-speaking population you know what, I'm of major. you hey. You think you,
1: you seem to have a <laughs> well, preference for Whitehorse? <laughs> well. Uh- I love them. I'm here saying, "Hey, all right, all right, to, okay." Well, let's talk, you about you about on, let's talk about this. Come on, let's You're like, "Oh, well, okay. I'm still." Hooked up. Now, you're I'll, saying not Moose Jaw. You're horse. saying,
0: "Don't worry about Moose Jaw." We're going Saskatoon.
1: Well, no. What about
0: the Métis people that were? What? Oh, what about? Well, I just thought it was cool that they existed. <laughs>
1: that was it. Well, I. It That's is all an I know. Interesting case, right? Because usually, I think it'll. I think it's actually, if I'm going to say, if I'm just shooting out of my ass here, as I always do, it's probably going to be one of the last. Distinct ethnicities that has arisen mm. uh, in oh, the it, modern century, because ethnicities are going by the wayside. We're all going to be a specific shade of caramel. No, in the future. I
0: have a very strong uh, belief that ethnogenesis will continue to occur because mm-hmm. it, it's the meaty. So? Yes, I don't know why, but I think everything is becoming so tribalized. I think it actually. You are benefited.
1: Oh, see, that's an to interesting thing. Who
0: have ethnogenesis? So the, the reward is there. There's an incentive. Like, we have this thing called the NDIS, which is like National Disability Insurance Scheme, but basically, it's a big pot of money for the disabled. And <laughs> it's so, I'm not saying it's corrupt but our left-wing governments are now talking about making cuts to it which is quite cri- like they came up with it really? and, and for people on the left to go oh this is costing a lot of money is like and to the extent that like every Ow. shady uh operator that I know in Australia wants to start an NDIS business because they go there's good mm-hmm. money in the NDIS but I like increasingly it's I, I look at my life and I go well are there things that I could say that I was disabled you know could mm-hmm. we find an autism diagnosis in there somewhere and get the money Certainly. and it's like you, yeah I mean I think uh, if people at see me edit ADHD. the podcast people at, at the very they're, least. they're talking about moving it to ADHD there was a big pushback but they may move it to ADHD and then it's like you have incentivized really? disability to some extent but I think that'll yeah. be true with uh, ethnicities and tribalism and cultures in the future
1: well, I want to talk about that more, but okay. I mean just just to cap it off the Métis thing. It, it, basically, it was the French voyagers who were primarily fur traders. Yes, with the uh, Hudson's Bay Company or the other one. I forget that, forget what the other one is, but they would often travel these vast distances, and they would stop either in. I don't know, around, uh, indigenous villages or that they would take you know, as accompaniment, uh, indigenous women and that these, the children of these couples, they had a distinct enough culture and a distinct enough, um...
0: From the French and the indigenous culture. From the
1: French, that they actually are a distinct... Like, I think the word is, is michif, uh, which is a mix of French and, and, uh, Cree, I believe. I could be butchering all it's of it. It's so cool! They, they had they yeah at at some point like what was the what was the point that they were not just a mix between French and indigenous culture and when was the point that it was actually its its own own third thing it feels
0: like the Sikhs of Canada although there are apparently heaps of Sikhs in Canada as well well, but it's like at what point is that not that's Hindu and it's Muslim but then it's another one it's a new thing I love Mm -hmm. it although you know I'm not familiar with the Sikhs. I, uh, their world or, oh, or culture, northwestern—they North carry swords. They—they're the turbaned ones, and they have a bracelet. Are they the as one with the
1: swords hanging in the cars? Yes. Okay, Almost okay, yeah. always, if you see
0: a man with a sword in a car, he's a Sikh. We've got to talk Saskatchewan. We've got to talk it hard. How? Okay. Oh, I need the media landscape. I need. Okay. Um, uh, notable personalities. Uh, what are the networks that one can penetrate to win okay. Saskatchewan to the cause?
1: It's so I'll, I'll tell you what Saskatoon. Know, Let's go not Saskatoon? Saskatoon. Yeah. So Moose Jaw is it's a pretty small city. It's an aging city. So I don't think you're going to get a ton of support for a comedy show. I'll do what I can. Okay. But I think mostly, <laughs> like I'll, I'll post stickers around. Man, I'll do whatever you need. I should have a paper plate coming, so I'll frame yeah. it in my own. It's coming very soon. We but, bought
0: the envelopes recently. This special uh, envelopes. See, look at me
1: working in Patreon <laughs> benefits too. Did your, you have one specifically that episode. you wanted?
0: Did you want the very Catholic one? No, no. I
1: was going to ask for a moose or something, but it's okay. All
0: right. Margo's almost done. I appreciate you making it easy. Anyway,
1: I think Saskatoon is the place you want to be. All right. Regina? Gross. That's a gross name. You don't want to go there.
0: Yes. Prince Albert um, and Saskatoon. Regina are in the same state. Holy dooly but uh wait what Prince uh, Prince, uh, Albert there's a place called Prince Albert oh that is a type of genital piercing
1: oh you're serious yeah gross (laughs) you think it was named (laughs) after the city of Prince Albert or is it pre-existing I I have to believe oh wait the
0: (laughs) genital piercing I thought it might have been named after the man uh, Queen Victoria's. Because visiting
1: Prince Albert, that actually doesn't capture very well the experience. It does feel of, like a general piece of Prince Albert. All right. <laughs> it feels like a
0: forget them. It's all Saskatoon. <laughs> That's where Joni Mitchell got his start. It's Saskatoon. That's so, where I'm getting my start. So Saskatoon has roughly how many again, people? I
1: don't know who that is, but <laughs> University of Saskatchewan, the original university. Yep. None of this university Regina crap. A lot of young young people. Um, right. Not as many. I can't say I've ever met an Australian person in my life, so I'm not going to say there's really? a big Australian yeah. <laughs> population. You're probably unf- like you're probably the first Australian person I've ever actually talked to. I've encountered Australian people, B- yeah, but this is the first sustained conversation I've had with an Australian, which yeah. is bizarre to
0: think about. I've got to say there's there's not a lot taking us to Saskatchewan. Tell tell me more about okay. the University well, of Saskatchewan. Did
1: you go there? The University of Saskatchewan, a lot of young people, and I think. There is there is a basement. Okay. Um, it's called Louis Basement. It's it's a very it's a very uh, well known venue there. I don't think you'd have any trouble garnering uh, people to get to that basement. It would okay. absolutely hold a hundred people. Louis There's, Basement. I don't. I can't say I've seen. <clears throat> I can't see I've seen many comedians perform there, but lots of you know smaller bands, things like that. I think that would be a good venue because it's pretty central in the city. Okay. The initial reason I reached out is because, like, well, I, I, myself, a Catholic, having come to the Catholic faith in university, I got involved in the Catholic uh, clubs there, particularly Catholic Christian Outreach. So I have a pretty— You have an extensive network. I wouldn't say that something like—it's not a close network, but I have the ability to contact a lot of people through various groups or whatever like that. So, I think I have the ability I to, to suspect spread I always suspected
0: there was a shadowy Catholic network that would someday help me find the people I need. It's also like a
1: Facebook page. But
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love it. All right. That would be excellent. Look, I would put you in charge. I hereby, I invest in oh, you... My. uh ...full Saskatchewanese jurisdiction. <laughs> really? To, yes. Now, here's another thing. I can't, So, Moose Jaw... Uh, Not Mr. Whitehorse. So Whitehorse, we have a little fan base there. And my thought was I have to get to Whitehorse, so I have to have at least one other place that I have a following. So if we build one up there, I go, okay, great. Well, I can fly from Saskatchewan to Whitehorse, except you can't. There's no plane that does that. Uh, Mm -hmm. These are not big enough airports. So if I do also commit to Saskatchewan, wherever it does mm-hmm. work out and maybe someone listening now in Regina or Prince Albert would like to say hold on a minute I too wish to well, well cross that bridge we come to it but it, uh, it means I'll, I'm going to need a work third with one with them it means I'm going to need a third yeah. one that can actually fly I'm, so I don't
1: know so I'm actually going to be called to the bar in, a, in about two weeks here I don't know if I'm allowed to represent you as a client okay but I think that would be very funny if I was contacting them on a pro bono basis, I'd be saying I represent Mr. James Donald Forbes McCann in this cease all endeavor. operations. <laughs> What's the opposite of a dece- cease and desist? Uh, that would be
0: start and yeah, start and keep going.
1: <laughs> start and keep going. <laughs> oh, maybe
0: I should get lawyers to issue start and keep going. So hold on, we got the Catholic, we got the Catholic dimension in <clears throat>
1: yeah. You got the university, like the student dimension. I think they're they're clamoring for a uh, an event and there's and you can put posters up and stuff like that. I don't know when I would do this because I'm in Moose John, It's two hours away. Okay, but I w- I bet I could recruit my co-host of the Scruple Podcast, Phil. I bet I could make him do it because oh. he's, in, he's in Saskatoon.
0: Oh, I see it so now. I
1: think, I think that we can make this happen. But what's the timeline that you're thinking?
0: Uh, that is such a good question. So I. I uh I'm 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 doing a tour in Australia for the next uh, week. I leave on Tuesday.
1: J- Jimmy, I just gotta say, I could talk Survivor all. Are day. Are you a big I Survivor love fan? Love it. Get out. I've never seen Australian Survivor. Oh, don't. Only American.
0: Some of the more recent seasons are getting much. But better. here's what
1: else. Have you seen the the last season of American Survivor?
0: No, I'm getting updates on my phone, but I haven't seen it. But it, it knows I'm a Survivor a person. classmate getting...
1: of mine was in the season. How did he do? Actually? Well, she. He was from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Get out. Well, uh, they were well into the jury. I think, like, yeah. Hold the on a minute. Or fifth member hold of the jury on or a minute. Yeah.
0: I could interview that person.
1: Yeah, I think I could make it happen. Oh, actually. hold! Because I thought I
0: hold the phone. I
1: thought that because ma- I actually work right across his office from his best friend, so I, I think I have a, a sufficient pipeline to that.
0: Okay, if you want to show mm-hmm. him the Haley interview, I would while there. I would come to Moose Jewel yeah. and do a, a proper oh, that's interview. A fantastic
1: idea. He, I think he, he's actually maybe in Alberta. I think he's, he's chasing the oil fields. But I might be able to get you on a Zoom call with him.
0: I've just... I live down from my neighbor and people are coming out of their house. I just... Sorry. A Zoom call would be great. What? I just don't know what's... Uh, sorry, just people are moving around outside of the car. And I I'm, I might have to say hello to them oh, in a moment my
1: friend you need an office
0: hey. uh, why I mean technically <laughs> I have an office where I just I could not get away um, uh.
1: <laughs> I didn't know if this was what you' the angle you were going for but maybe the route into Canada is through a Catholic missionary university movement I'm open to it because they're be, yeah, I don't know. This this could be out of left field, but basically, the, most of the Catholics that I know, the young Catholics, not not so much anti-vaxxers. It's not really that kind of community. But I suspect um, there would be some. The, of, most them of the there. young Catholics. I, <laughs> they, well, they're not they're not two separate circles. Yes. I'll tell you that. But I uh, there I know people typically in 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 many universities. I think it's fifteen universities in Canada at this point. And they're usually typical go-getters, and, they, and maybe I'd be able to, to convince them to see, hey, maybe you can get this guy. This is this guy I barely know. But I'm trying to bolster his career and, and see, you know, just see if we can make it happen. I think it's I think it's a pot- possibility for other universities if you want to make other okay. areas
0: Okay. Oh, I well, like it. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's...
1: I don't know anyone in Whitehorse, so I'm sorry, but... <laughs> oh, we're getting... It's just... <laughs> we'll
0: have many strategies for many places, but I you, you, you are so motivated and I feel so honored and blessed. and uh, yep. frankly, mm-hmm. Reagan, you're, you're my man in Saskatchewan, in Saskatoon and I commit now on my Canada tour whenever that occurs. Oh to boy. making this, this we're going to do that gig in Saskatoon. Now let's do all the all right. work we can. you tell me what you need from me, and I'll say I, what I need from you.
1: If I'm going to be, if I'm going to be on the crew, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to be your connection in Canada. That said, I'm going to need some, I'm going to need some materials. I'm going to need you to send me some okay. some, some macros or some JPEGs, okay. so I can make or some stickers, so I can make stuff. I, if you have a promotional poster, I'll get, I'll get that. Going I do have too. a promotion.
0: It's black and white, so if it's easy to print, and I will pay for the printing. We've got We've got a. We've got, a uh, we've got funds here. I, I don't ask I don't you think. to expend your own capital.
1: Well, but I, you are a Patreon, I could just so embezzle it from my law firm. But I, no, I'm, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, that sounds good. But I'm. I, can I just call venues and say, hey, I represent yes, this yes guy. Can. Absolutely. I also have All a right. book of well, poems. I have power of attorney over you for the purposes of this. Here's, thought Here's a thought that I've had. Here's a thought that
0: I've had. I uh, if I well I have a new book of poems coming out at some point, and maybe mm. I could uh, if you would hide it in secondhand bookshops. <laughs> if I you ever know. go to a secondhand bookshop, I know
1: I'll, I love the sec-
0: I love the secondhand bookshop. Just a thought, and then maybe people will w- discover it that way. I will love that.
1: Uh,
0: I heard Matthew Riley did it that way. He <laughs> yeah, printed out his own <laughs> book awesome. and then he just went around the country dropping it off at bookshops to build an audience.
1: Listen man, I love financial irresponsibility. I love the fact that you're I thought that was one of the most sensible. A boat that you don't know how to sail. <laughs> um, I think you you found the right guy. I have a, I have Right, a little this little is a wonderful, little little wonderful little morning. A time, this is can,
0: a wonderful morning. Right. This is an excellent morning. This is a joyful
1: morning. Or it, It's an it's a nice early evening for me, but we are gonna. I uh, yeah. I'll have to get. I'll have to get your your contact info and I'll I'll get okay. on Okay. I I would love. When's your timeline again? I know that you mentioned you're touring for a week, but I'm hoping this is at least months. I'll, in
0: in yes, in a couple of weeks, I'll be able to let you know when it I'm thinking. Okay. September would be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think September would be good. Um, but let me leave it with me, because it might in be the, it might the, be the, earlier. Uh, in the, the of monog- July. Is,
1: doldrum of my life of of paperwork and emails this is going to be something that i can't really explain to my wife why i'm doing but i'm very excited <laughs> to do it and i'm honored she's welcome to come on the podcast uh, as well I, I told her i'm like hey i'm gonna be home late today i'm uh, i'm podcasting with an australian comedian um <laughs> she later. joins <laughs> a
0: growing host of wives and girlfriends who are absolutely befuddled by what's going on.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, if we do manage to book a show in Moose Jaw, you have a bed. Uh, you have a bed at my that's house. That's co- I would
0: happily do a, a show in Moose Jaw as well. I have another question, which is uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to need an additional city that can fly to Whitehorse that's closer to um, okay. uh, Saskatoon. <sighs> If I'm doing a show in Saskatoon. Because I don't want to drive from Saskatoon to yeah. Whitewood. That feels like too long. Most flights
1: in Canada fly out of Calgary, I feel okay. like. Or they at least tend to stop we in Calgary. We do have
0: some Calgary, Calgarinese um, listeners.
1: I think that's probably your second bet. Um, for the same re- I'm not very original, but for the same reasons. I know two, uh, I know a university community. Okay. There, and uh, I do know, I do know a few people there that might be able, I might be able to coax into, into helping you out. So I, uh... My wife actually used to be a missionary on the campus uh, with Catholic Christian Outreach. So, uh, I'm a little bit familiar with the area. I don't like it, but uh, there's a lot of people there. I don't think it'd be that hard to find 100 suckers. Uh, I appreciate there, that. So. I
0: just... Vancouver gave me such bad vibes. Uh,
1: as as your as your counsel, I, I cannot advise you to... What's wrong with Vancouver. Vancouver? Have you been to Vancouver? They just think they're... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I... I don't know. There's a lot of uh, a lot of weird stuff going on in Vancouver. Don't, don't quite understand it. Houses are ten times more expensive than that's they one be. thing I did note. And they really have this air of superiority to them that I really don't like. It's sort of like, hey, we're Californians, but we're also cold all the time. It's kind of like, well, that's not really a basis for a culture.
0: Thank you, Regan King, delegate to Saskatchewan. Now, Jimmy, let's get a poem up and here.
1: You ever written a poem that
0: could change the course of human history? Can you give us a, a line? <laughs> It'll, cost you. It'll cost me. That is what a poet would say. Yeah. <laughs> Weak, sad people, poets. Hungry. I think that I might be a better poet. Oh, here's something you need to know for this poem. Do you know who Sylvia Plath is? She was a poet who killed herself in an oven... And her husband, Ted Hughes, was also a poet and then he married a different woman who also killed herself in an oven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, with, with, with hindsight, it's pretty funny. <clears throat> I think that I might be a better poet than either Ted Hughes or Sylvia Plath. When I read their poetry, I get bored. But when I read my poetry, oh man, it's electric. I think I might even be better than Walt Whitman. And as far as I can tell, Walt Whitman was all right all that Captain Oh My Captain stuff, it was really quite moving in dead poet society. But if they'd used one of my poems instead, that would have been even better, I reckon. <laughs> what if instead of saying, hey ho, Mr. Captain, what if the boys standing up on their desks had cried out in glorious union and said, I think that I might be a better poet than either Ted Hughes or Sylvia Plath. <laughs> when I read their poetry, I get bored. But when I read my poetry, oh, man, it's electric. Wouldn't that have been a much better movie? And maybe that boy, that suicide boy, the boy who suicides despite his mean daddy. What if instead of just studying Walt Whitman, what if the boy had studied me instead? He wouldn't have died, that's for sure. And that's one of the most difficult things about being such a fantastic poet... It's knowing you could have saved lives had you been born earlier. Just imagine if my poems had been around for Sylvia Plath and Ted Hughes. They were both working so very hard to write great poems. But it didn't work. His weren't good enough for her to want to stay alive to keep reading them. And hers weren't good enough for her to want to stay alive to keep writing them. But imagine if they'd had my poems. Imagine what long and beautiful lives they would have had. Long and beautiful like a hot woman's legs. Ted Hughes actually didn't... He, Ted Hughes did have a long life, but I'll tell you who didn't. The second woman he shacked up with... <laughs> ...who also killed herself in an oven. <laughs> man, that's some st- stuff right there. Two women, two oven suicides.
1: Was it a gas
0: oven? Yeah, man. That's really the only way to get it done. Imagine coming back home and seeing woman number two lying in the oven, her potentially long and beautiful legs protruding from the oven. You'd be furious. You'd say, darling, that's not funny. You shouldn't make fun of my ex-wife killing herself in an oven. And then you'd probably say something like, wait a minute, she's dead oh no I can't believe it has happened again what are the chances I can only imagine how this is going to look to other people surely the common factor here is me you couldn't make that up two dead people in ovens Jacking up with the same guy, you just couldn't. If you did make it up and put it into a movie script, the producer would say, mate, two? Two oven suicides? That's two, too many oven suicides. Even one suicide in an oven! That's pretty confronting, but two of them! Get out of town! Anyway, this movie is meant to be about a teacher. A teacher who teaches kids about poetry at an elite boarding school. You tell me what a two oven suicides have to do with that. And I know I'm just a producer, but here's an idea for your script. You know who should kill himself instead? The boy. The boy who wants to be an actor. In the current draft, he just becomes an actor. But wouldn't it be better if at the slightest hurdle to being an actor he kills himself out of nowhere proving that he didn't have the temperament to be an actor and that his father was right all along. Excuse me? What did you say? He should kill himself in an oven? No! What is it with you and oven suicides? Sees the day my ass sees your depressed characters more like and pull them out of the fucking oven in which they are trying to commit suicide. Also, take James Donald Forbes McCann's poems out of the movie! They're too good, baby! They're distracting. Nobody will believe that anybody who has heard those poems could experience despair again use Walt Whitman instead is what he'd say. I reckon. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Uh, I appreciate it. And let us not forget the whip around. Here is your whip around king, Jake Ford. I've just finished a uh, beautiful seafood linguine in a uh, really wonderful Spanish kind of restaurant near the ocean. Um, And I thought, where where better than here to... uh, Leave a recommendation um, on the tip. Just write, how can I, how can we improve our service?
1: Uh, listen to the James Donald Forbes McCann, Catamaran Plan on Spotify. Here we go. I'll, uh, I'll be getting my EpiPen
0: now. And here is a second whip around from Glorious Fan. Ellen Waffenden. Hey, Ned, you know who's good at calling free call call centres? Who? James McCann. Who's that? He's an Adelaide comedian and he has a podcast called The James Donald Forbes McCann Gatamaran Plan, and I highly recommend it. Oh, okay. Does he, is that what he does on the podcast? Cool. No, he does that on his YouTube channel, but the podcast's very good. You should listen to it. Do you think you will? Maybe. Great, Thanks. That's okay. If you would like to be featured on the web around, record yourself telling somebody about the podcast and send it in. There's no specific way to send it in. Instagram seems to work.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.